Welcome to your Sacred Pattern Podcast, a logical, analytical approach to your spiritual journey and a home to advance your process as a heart-centered leader. Here we will cover patterns, purpose, and polarity from the perspective of spiritual beings having a human experience. I am your host, Ellen Tai, a process and mindset architect, dynamic shapeshifter, mirror, and alchemist. Join me as we bridge worlds and dive deep into the bliss of your sacred pattern. Get ready to have your mind blown. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode six. This episode is all about productivity and productivity is something I know very well, not just because I have been making very detailed organized lists since I was eight years old and this neuroses is my superpower, but also because I have been in project management and operations for nine years in addition to self-mastery and conscious mindset. Uh, practices. So in combination of all of those, I have a very different ideology around what productivity means. And it doesn't necessarily go hand in hand with um, the hustle and grind mentality that we hear a lot of when we think about the word productivity. Some of my background, I've been in uh, the operations world for nine years. I'm PMP certified. Um, as my second side business, when I'm not doing coaching or recording podcasts, I am going into corporate marketing and creative teams and agencies and evaluating their operations. So I do know a thing or two about operations. I also have experience being in project management, which is a lot of organizing how things get done, prioritization, um, overseeing the team, learning how to motivate them, supporting them where they need it. Um, And all of those things has helped me to learn a lot about the human mind. And as part of my own personal mission, I am taking everything I've learned about self-mastery and conscious mindsets Um, And combining that with what motivates people, how do we get other people to be motivated and to go after their goals with the help of structure? And in my world, structure is um, can be a very daunting word because so many people have been put inside structures or boxes that were actually never intended for them. And when you're put inside a box that is not intended for you, that's where that negative feeling comes up or that resistance. So my whole practice is creating productivity, stability, direction, motivation, and discipline through somebody's unique energetic framework. So I learn how people best operate. Um, through several different tools, some of those being a balance assessment, mindset assessment, entrepreneurial archetype assessment. We do a quality of life evaluation. I do an energy audit to understand the times of the day where they have the most focused, they're most social, they are most likely to be depleted, what time they best operate when they go to sleep at night and what time they should wake up in the morning. Those are all the energy audit portion. And then we also do a time audit to understand where's your time actually realistically going in comparison to what you're saying your priorities are. 
We'll go through and outline their purpose and direction, understand their goals, break those down into actual action items and have those prioritized. And then I set them up in a schedule so that people can flow and they never have to worry about what needs to happen next. All they have to do is follow the schedule and they don't, um, and they're just in flow. I also use tools like Gene Keys to help understand somebody's um, life purpose, if that resonates, some of their shadows. So I do a lot of shadow pattern work, um, human design to understand energy centers. Um, it's a good mix of the spirituality with the realistic world. So this episode is called The Power of Productivity When You're Pro-Flow and Anti-Grind. The thing about flow is it can be a very fluffy word when you haven't taken the time to realize that finding your flow is a long discovery about self-awareness, setting boundaries, asking for what you need, going back and figuring out what your blocks are, your limiting beliefs, anything that's keeping you from going after your dreams. And so often we don't go after our dreams because of fear. When I think about leaving corporate, I knew I was going to leave corporate in about June and I didn't end up leaving until almost November. That's how long it took me to prepare my mindset. But now looking back, that's one of the greatest decisions I ever made But I had to break through a lot of what I like to call the ultimate glass cage. The mindset that kept me uh, trapped was that I'm not going to be able to survive without a corporate job. What am I supposed to do without a 401k and health insurance and a boss that's going to help direct me in what I'm supposed to do every single day? What am I supposed to do? But guess what? I survived and I thrived. And that's part of my unique energetic framework. Not to mention in my gene keys, it does mention that I'm meant to be an entrepreneur and I'm meant to work with groups and team dynamics, which is something that I also do in my everyday life. So in the power of productivity, it's not about doing more and adding more things to your to-do list. It's about getting very clear on the path that you're supposed to be on creating those goals, and then learning how to prioritize them on a daily basis. When you're able to have that guidance and that structure, that's when the flow happens. If you're constantly worried about, wait, what am I supposed to do next? Did I forget to do that? Did I forget to write that down? Wait, what did I have next Tuesday? (laughs) It's going to be stressful and overwhelming. And I guarantee that if I did some scientific research discovery on the people who have systems in place, like a project management system, a Google calendar, a notes app, um, some catalog of how they are storing the information outside of their brain in relation to their stress levels, there would be a correlation there. Absolutely. There would absolutely be a correlation there because it's just pretty basic understanding that If I ask you, oh, what are all the things that you have to do next week? And you have to sit there and you have to go through, imagine your mind being a Rolodex and you have to go through every single card as opposed to somebody who already has everything listed out. They don't have to go through the whole Rolodex. They just can point to exactly what it is. So the power of systems, having digital systems in your life to record all of the information so you don't have to store it in your mind allows a lot less stress to be held 
and you now have a greater capacity to take on more. It's actually when people deny opportunities and they can't take on more, it's usually because they feel they feel like their plate is already full. And that's where I come in is to evaluate what part of their plate is actually full with the goals and direction that is going to impact their greater purpose or impact what gives them the greatest value in life. And then taking away everything else. My approach is very much Marie Kondo style. So it's not about hyper-organizing a million things. It's actually about taking a lot off your plate and realizing what's driving that. You know, Are you feeling obligated to doing a routine once a week because your friends have an expectation that you're going to be there, but you actually don't want to be there and it's not part of your value system or it's not in alignment with the purpose that you're wanting to work towards. Okay, let's take it off. And I'm going to support you and give you the courage and the confidence to gracefully set those boundaries of what your needs are in this season right now. I think in typical terms of productivity, there's what I like to call a very strong masculine energy approach, which is how can we get you to focus longer uh, by setting like a Pomodoro timer? timer? How can we set you up with an accountability buddy who keeps you accountable for the work that you're going to do? Another one could be a very famous uh, book, which is called The One Thing. And it's a concept that if you want to get something done, literally take everything off of your plate and only focus on that one thing. And it even goes into saying like, you even let your family know, by the way, I'm not going to be present because I'm working on that one thing. I disagree. I think that that concept works for some people and it and it has. That book is very successful and I was a, it was an interesting read. It is not how I am set up and I would also argue that it's not how a lot of um people with feminine energy in their body are set up. My approach is all about balance. How can we create the masculine container and then flow with our feminine energy within the con- the containment that we have just set? Um, and that's all about setting boundaries. Like if you have some huge, massive work goal and you have to tell your family, by the way, I'm going to be unavailable for the next three months, what's your actual priority? Like what's driving your motivation? And so often people will say, what's your number one priority? My family. Oh, wonderful. Let's look at your time audit and see how much time you're spending towards your family. One of the reasons I decode energetic frameworks for people is to help them realize that their energy is not necessarily the same as other people's. And I do use human design to help understand that, but generators make up, gosh, 70% of the population and generators have a, an energy motor that can go four days. They have so much energy if they direct that energy to something that they're passionate about or they have purpose in. Projectors, on the other hand, which makes up a smaller population, they simply don't have that energy level. So when I find out that somebody's a projector and they're beating themselves up because they can't get, they aren't as productive as everybody else they're seeing in their world, it helps to understand hey, part of your work is actually to reserve your energy. That's not an excuse to go, you know, spend the rest of the day watching TV. But if you're a projector, maybe part of the way that you reserve your energy is through meditation. 
and your practice is to meditate so that you can reserve your energy and put it towards your line of work. Maybe you're a coach, maybe you're a spiritual guide. Um, That's all part of the work. So to somebody else, that might be an ancillary thing that you just do. But to somebody like you, that's part of the work. And so we evaluate even things that don't look like part of the work, like making sure that your relationship is in a good place. That may not be directly related to your career, but energetically, it's impacting your ability to stay focused and disciplined and motivated in your work because you're thinking about work one second, but your mind keeps going back to the issues you're having in your relationship. So rather than me saying, you know, shaming you into work harder, just work harder. Like, forget about that. Not everybody's built that way. I know for me specifically, um, I am extremely sensitive, very highly emotional. That's my superpower. I love it. It's part of what makes me who I am. It's allowed me to have so much happiness and joy in my life. And sometimes it can be an inconvenience. I may have a really big project and I don't have time to go spend an hour laying in bed and crying, but I make that time because that is part of my mission and my purpose. It may not be what's creating the income in that very hour and moment of the day, but from a long-term perspective, this is part of my work that when somebody, and it will happen, inevitably it will happen where I will have a client come to me working through the exact same thing that I worked through three or four months later, and I'll be able to share the guidance any guidance that I may have having walked through that process to potentially be able to support them or share any love that they may be needing in that moment. We're just not the same. Everybody's not the same. And in these productivity standards that we're seeing, I think that there's a big draw to be like everybody else because there's safety in that. There's a lot of acceptance when you're just like everybody else and you're getting the college degree and you're in you know, you're happily married at 28 and you're already on your second kid. And that's beautiful. And that's just not everybody. And more and more people in this generation are stepping outside of that box and figuring out what is for them. And that is the greatest thing that we can do for our world is to step out into our true authentic freedom. And the reason it's so important is because that is where you flow. And that's where you're intended to flow, coming back to the truth of who you are and how God created you. God did not create you so that you could experience resistance on a daily basis. Experience the resistance that's going to have you break out of that mold and that box. Another aspect of pro-flow productivity is... Figuring out what gives you energy. Something might give me energy that doesn't affect you at all and vice versa. So let's say you get super energized by going on a walk in nature every single morning. Go on a walk in nature every morning. In old productivity standards, it would really be get up as early as possible and work and grind and grind and grind. But if I were to watch you work and do a time audit, I guarantee you that 
those eight hours that you sat at the computer, not all eight hours were focused. But instead, if you did what you needed to do that was in line with your authentic energy codes and you went on that walk and you took an hour and a half out of your day to prepare yourself for the workday ahead and you only worked four hours, but you had solid focus for four hours and you were able to do exactly what you would have done in the eight-hour day, if not more, then I'm always going to suggest that. So a lot of the work is about finding your own energetic currency, energetic framework that's going to work for you and benefit all aspects of your life. Um, This is kind of referring to the four energetic currencies, which I'm going to do an episode about, but the four energetic currencies are money, time, physical energy, which is motivation, focus, and discipline, and love, which includes self-love, extended love, and received love. Those are your energetic currencies. People think that we're only working with money and that's just not what it is. And in the old ways, um, time is money. So you need to be sitting at your desk for eight hours a day and you can only leave your desk for 30 minutes for a lunch break. That is not how we're built. That is not how we're built. And we're not in a factory. We're not an assembly line, especially if you're in a role where you are being paid to be creative. So that's that. Productivity is masculine energy and feminine energy balanced. It's about using your intuition and tapping into your own needs and desires, your purpose, your goals, and your path. That's the feminine energy. Using that as direction for where you're going, that's masculine energy. Creating the boundaries and the structure on how you're going to get there, as well as the discipline and the motivation to keep yourself going and having that momentum, masculine energy. And then once you have those boundaries set up, flow freely in it. Flow freely, flow effortlessly, allow yourself to have creativity. And what that looks like in an actual physical schedule is set time blocks for your day. And once you have that time block set up, you're not required to have a rigid structure like, oh no, I missed the 11 a.m. you know, breath work that I was supposed to do. It's okay. The time blocks are just containers and guidances for where you can flow. Maybe instead you didn't, your body wasn't needing breath work. Maybe instead you did meditation. Great. You have a container that's set up for self-love and mindfulness. And how you use that is how you use that. And essentially with my clients, we use a variation of consistency and commitment based on their own unique energetic framework, which comes down to how are they most motivated? Some people are really motivated by consistency. Other people are motivated by both consistency and commitment. I actually, I'll leave it with this, but I had a client session yesterday and um, I had set her up with a weekly schedule where she had time blocks and the time blocks are meant to put you on a rigid structure in the beginning, just so that we can test how far we can go in the masculine energy. Um, Because usually the clients that come to me are heavy in the feminine energy, which has nothing to do with gender. That just means that They have a lot more flow than structure in their life, and they're now energetically imbalanced. Things aren't feeling good. And the reason things aren't feeling good is because we're supposed to be in balance. We're not supposed to be heavy in the masculine or heavy in the feminine. So if you have a super flowy energy where every single day you have no idea what you're supposed to do and you just want to have fun and play all the time, that's that's only going to feel good for the moment. But long-term, you're going to probably feel less motivated, less purpose, which... um, having less of those factors can lead to less dopamine and dopamine is actually 
what um, propels motivation and lack thereof can lead to procrastination. So anywho, um, I set her up with a weekly schedule and she came back and was like, I, I felt like I had to rework the weekly schedule a lot and I'm feeling a sh- I'm feeling some shame around that. And I was like, okay, great. I'm glad that you worked with the schedule. First and foremost, we're not going to feel any shame. Um, transformation never happens in shame or disappointment. So instead, we're going to give ourselves love for what we put into the week before. And we are going to evaluate and come back to purpose so that you are coming back to why you started this program and what your goals are and the benefits that you could have, the longer-term benefits that are going to outweigh the short-term benefits. But the other thing I said is that (laughs) I looked up her gene keys, her energetic framework and her gene keys, and there's one gene key that talks about life purpose. And in her life purpose, one of the things that was mentioned is that she is actually not supposed to be living in consistency, but commitment is pivotal. And so I said, I was like, it actually makes me kind of anxious to say this out loud, but I don't think consistency is actually what's meant for you. So instead, I want you to always come back to your commitment. So we can do the weekly schedule. We'll have a very light outline for the time blocks. You can move the time blocks however you want and not feel any shame. All I need you to do is that every single day you're going to have daily commitments. You have to meet those daily commitments. However you get to those daily commitments is on you. And she was like, oh, that feels so much better. That feels so much more aligned. That's not necessarily something that I would suggest for another client who consistency is actually what they need in their everyday world. So those are a few of the points that I wanted to add around what it means to have ProFlow productivity. It is a new concept and a new approach that doesn't discount the old age of productivity, but it adds to it. And it's a marrying of masculine and feminine energy instead of only being in this grind and this hustle that just genuinely doesn't work for everybody. It works for some people and that's amazing, but it doesn't work for everybody. And when we're able to marry the two, masculine energy and feminine energy, this is where we really come into a place of balance, where we are now balancing our work life, our personal life, and our relationship to God. Enjoy the rest of this episode. And as always, please continue the conversation with me. Everything that I say here is just the start of a conversation. I would love to hear your opinion, your thoughts, your expressions over on my Instagram, which is at Ellie Ellie, underscore BT. You will see a post on this episode and just write me a comment or send me a DM. Let's chat. Let's be friends. I love y'all. And I hope you have an amazing day.